0: Bibles, please, for our Old Testament reading to Exodus chapter 19. Exodus 19, verse 1, hear now the inerrant, infallible, and inspired word of God. In the third month, when the children of Israel were gone forth out of the land of Egypt, the same day came they into the wilderness of Sinai. For they were departed from Rephidim, and were come to the desert of Sinai. And it pitched in the wilderness, and there Israel camped before the mount. And Moses went up unto God, and the Lord called unto him out of the mountain, saying, Thou shalt say to the house of Jacob, and tell the children of Israel, Ye have seen what I did unto the Egyptians and how I bare you on eagles' wings and brought you unto myself. Now, therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine. And ye shall be unto me A kingdom of priests and an holy nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. And Moses came and called for the elders of the people and laid before their faces all these words which the Lord commanded him. And all the people answered together and said, All that the Lord hath spoken, we will do. And Moses returned the words of the people unto the Lord. And the Lord said unto Moses, Lo, I come unto thee in a thick cloud, that the people may hear when I speak with thee, and believe thee forever. And Moses told the words of the people unto the Lord. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go unto the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their clothes, and be ready against the third day. For the third day the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people upon Mount Sinai, and thou shalt set bounds unto the people round about, saying, Take heed to yourselves that ye go not up into the mount, nor touch the border of it. Whosoever toucheth the mount shall be surely put to death. There shall not an hand touch it, but he shall shall surely be stoned or shot through, whether it be beast or man, it shall not live. When the trumpet soundeth long, they shall come up to the mount. And Moses went down from the mount unto the people, and sanctified the people, and they washed their clothes. And he said unto the people, Be ready against the third day, come not at your wives. And it came to pass on the third day in the morning... "...that there were thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud upon the mount, and the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud, so that all the people that was in the camp trembled. And Moses brought forth the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the nether part of the mount, and Mount Sinai was altogether on a smoke, because the Lord descended upon it in fire, and the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace." And the whole mount quaked greatly. And when the voice of the trumpet sounded long and waxed louder and louder, Moses spake, and God answered him by a voice. And the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai on the top of the mount, and the Lord called Moses up to the top of the mount, and Moses went up. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go down, charge the people, lest they break through unto the Lord to gaze, and many of them perish. And let the priests also which come near to the Lord sanctify themselves, lest the Lord break forth upon them. And Moses said unto the Lord, The people cannot come up to Mount Sinai, for thou chargest us, saying, Set bounds about the mount and sanctify it. And the Lord said unto him, Away, get thee down, and thou shalt come up, thou and Aaron with thee. But let not the priests and the people break through to come up to the Lord, lest he break forth upon them. So Moses went down unto the people and spake unto them. May God add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his most holy word. The people then, at this point in their career after leaving uh, Egypt must now appear before the Lord in Mount Sinai remember why they are down there in Sinai they are down there in Sinai because the Lord did not take them toward the way of the Philistines into the land of promise because that would have been fraught with war And that would have discouraged the fledgling nation as soon as they came forth out of Egypt. So the Lord tenderly brought them to Sinai. Now some of us might think, what do you mean tenderly? That's a howling wilderness of zero supply. No water, no food, no animals, no nothing really. And that is exactly the idea. Right? We will hear... From the Lord Jesus himself that the Lord fed you with manna so that you will learn that man does not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And so the Lord led them through that howling wilderness that they might depend upon him and that they might indeed remember his holiness and they might hear his words here now at Mount Sinai. If you've ever looked at, uh, say, a, a Bible atlas or maybe pictures of the Holy Land as it appears today, and I don't like that term, Holy Land, because there's no Holy Land today. But, be that as it may, we all know what that means. And you look at those, those photographs where they think Mount Sinai is, that mount that remains unto this day, you will uh, remember how stark it is how unyielding it is, how it eats up the land, or sorry, eats up the people that sojourn through it. That is, they die there because there is nothing. And yet the Lord fed them with manna and brought water out of a rock. And then he feeds them his word. And so man does not live by bread alone. This is what chapter 19 is about, that the people might be ready to worship the Lord there are a couple of things. Um, They are readied to hear his word. That is, they are readied to remember because they were slaves in Egypt and away from God's commands for so long. The Lord then will pronounce these commands. He will thunder them forth in chapter 20 from the top of Mount Sinai. They will draw near in this awesome sight of God's Power and holiness. They are told that they will not come up the mountain to catch a peek at God. If they do, they will die. They are to give him that kind of reverence. He's not like us. He is God. We must show him proper reverence. And beloved, one of the applications that we have to make from this is we come to church week by week. This is the God we come to worship. He hasn't changed He's that same God and demands from us that same or near kind of reverence in Christ. Um, It will, if you will remember with me for a moment, Hebrews chapter 12. It becomes patently obvious there, doesn't it? The writer there in Hebrews 12, he says, You have not come to a mountain that can be touched. Than that burned with fire, and this voice of words, and the trumpets, and the pronouncements and all of that. Rather, you have come to the heavenly Jerusalem, to God, the judge of all, and the spirits of just men made perfect, the church of the firstborn ones. In other words, if that was awesome, this is more so. It doesn't appear. In the same way. To be as awesome. And by awesome I don't mean (laughs) awesome dude. I mean awesome in the true sense of that term. That drives people to their knees and to their face. Remember every time someone saw the Lord in the Old Testament. Generally speaking they were driven to the earth. In the sight of that vision. Ezekiel, Gideon, Manoah and his wife and so on. We don't mean awesome in the colloquial sense. We mean it in the true sense. And so the Lord displays himself in this way. That they might learn to fear him. That they might learn to reverence him. That they might learn to obey him. That they would learn that to commune with God. Notice what he said. If you keep my statutes and my judgments. If you take this covenant And we will hear, Lord willing, next hour, this covenant that is made here at Sinai is not a covenant of works. It's a covenant of grace. God descends graciously to his people. The first word of the Ten Commandments is, I've redeemed you. Not, I will redeem you if you obey me perfectly. No. It was a complaining and murmuring lot of slaves that God redeemed out of Egypt that were reluctant to go, that murmured at Moses even before they left Egypt. So we we must ask ourselves the question then, do we, as these were required to do, do we prepare ourselves to meet with God? Do we come on the Lord's day preparing ourselves? This is interesting what Moses said. The preparations are deeper than what we might imagine. It's not just a few moments. It's a few days. There were three days that the Lord gave them. I'm coming down on Mount Sinai in three days. Prepare yourselves. Prepare yourselves to worship me. And notice that those preparations included some of their most intimate relations. Come not at your wives, Moses said. Sanctify yourselves. Come apart unto me. Wash yourselves. And so on the third day then in the morning, thunders, lightnings, a thick cloud upon the mount, and the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud, so that all the people that was in the camp trembled. Trembled. Moses even, although we don't read it here, the writer, the inspired writer in Hebrews 12 tells us, Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. Mount Sinai was altogether Smoking, the Lord descended upon it in fire. Smoke thereof ascended as the mount of a furnace and the whole mount quaked greatly. Some theologians have said this sounds like Sinai was turned into a volcano for a day. It may have been something like that. It may have been something else. But it was certainly every bit as fearsome as that. And so the Lord calls Moses up to the mountain And he tells Moses to go back down and tell the people not to approach in a profane manner toward the Lord. Gather them at the base of the mountain and you come up and talk to me. And that is what the people do. And so notice um, that Moses will tell the elders of the people, right? The elders of the people in verse 7. Notice that there was ecclesiastical, churchly leadership even in those days. These same elders will go up with Moses into the mountain in chapter 24. These are those church elders that God had already established. And then in chapter 18, we had those civil leaders of the people that we saw a couple of chapters ago last week. All right, so what is this then? In chapter 19, it is preparation to meet with the Lord to hear his word. And this is something that we must remember still applies to us as the people of God. Oh, not in exactly every particular, but in that general sense. We must all prepare to meet with the Lord. With that, then, let's stand and continue praying.